December 2017. Nadia Atwi's vehicle is discovered wedged into some bushes at a park near her home. Just want to tell her that I love her. Come back today. I would forget about what happened. But Nadia is never seen again. If I go back, I would react differently, but I didn't know. The next call, the case of Nadia Atwi, available now on the CBC Listen app and everywhere you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. There's some hope for students wanting to go to an English-language university in Quebec next year. For one, the Quebec government isn't raising tuition fees for out-of-province students quite as much as they initially announced. They'll still go up by about a third at McGill and Concordia from nine to $12,000 a year. But a new feature of the plan is a requirement that students graduate with some ability to speak French. This week, McGill announced a plan to offset the tuition hikes. Fabrice Lebeau is McGill University's Deputy Provo. He's in Montreal. Good morning, Fabrice. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I, you know, it's, it's a bold move what, what McGill has decided to do to say, well, if you want to r- impose the $3,000 increase, we're going to offset it with a $3,000 $3, scholarship. Why have you decided to do this? So from the uh, the very beginning when these measures were announced uh, by the uh, by our government the uh, two months ago with the, uh, another price tag, we said that one of the issues with this is that it was closing the doors to a, uh, to, to our universities, uh, to the students from the rest of Canada, because these higher prices would price us out of the market and close access to our degrees and to the McGill experience to these students. So what we're trying to do here is, is sending a message to our students and our prospective students, their parents, saying, you're welcome here at McGill. We want you here. You are part of the kind of students we want in our university and we're going to help you overcome these bar- these new barriers that have been put up by the government. So you're going to offer a $3,000 scholarship. Who will be eligible for that? So we, uh, the uh, all the students from outside of uh, of Quebec, from Canada, will be eligible as long as they uh, they register in specific disciplines. That's art, sciences, uh, agricultural, environmental sciences, education, architecture, music, and nursing. And and the reason we chose these disciplines is because these are the disciplines uh, where the, uh, the 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 tuition fee in the rest of Canada are way lower than the twelve thousand that our government is now imposing. And so these are kind of a uh, of a disciplines where if a student wants to go to University of Toronto or to UBC, they will pay $6,000. So half of what we uh, the new prices are in Quebec. Now, you say you want to send a message to the students that you're welcome in Quebec. But, but Francois Legault, the Premier of Quebec, says that Quebec needs to reduce the number of out-of-province students because they threaten the French language in Montreal. So what message are you sending the Premier of Quebec? So really, we're not sending a message to the government. I think the, uh, the 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 government has made its own decision in terms of the messages he it wants to send to students from outside Quebec. Uh, we, as a university, uh, is it, we don't want to send the same message. We know that the uh, at McGill, our mission is to uh, to educate and teach the brightest students from anywhere around the world. So that's our mission. That's what we want to continue doing. And so uh, we know that part of our identity as a university is to have students coming from all over Canada. If we stop having that, we are not McGill anymore. It's part of our DNA. So we want to make sure we keep that going. You were concerned, though, that applications were dropping the minute that the the government proposed this plan to increase tuition. So how are you going to, to pay for these bursaries? 
So the uh, if you look at the uh, the current situation, the uh, the combination of the different factors, the uh, the different measures that the government has put in place, we've already said will will uh, create a loss of revenue for McGill, which is which we estimate to be between forty two million and ninety four million dollars a year for the foreseeable future. Um, with this uh, specific uh, plan, with the new Canada Awards, the way we call them, uh, we're we're hoping that it's going to bring students to us and and bring back the Canadian in students that we would have lost with the measures so that we're closer to the lower end of that bracket of loss of revenue. So we're not talking about a, uh, about finding money somewhere that was uh, was lying around. We're also talking about trying to, uh, to minimize the overall uh, revenue loss to McGill. We asked Quebec's higher education minister, Pascal Derry, for an interview today, but she declined. But she, she was on The Current in October after the fee hikes were first announced. Here's what she had to say then. We didn't wake up one day and said we're going to double the tuition and make sure the Anglophones from Canada are not welcome. This has nothing to do with that. You need to understand that we absorb, as the government of Quebec, we've been subsidizing the studies at low tuition fees for Canadian students who come here to Quebec in our institutions and study and then leave the province. What do you make of that argument, that this isn't about trying to exclude Anglophone students but instead redistribute resources to the French system? Well, I think it's, it starts from a very uh, uh, very weird argument uh, around the notion that we have been subsidizing students from uh, from other provinces, and that that is the uh, that is a, a weird fact. Everybody is doing that. Every single uh, province in the uh, in Canada is doing that. When you have a Quebec student going to a university in Ontario, the Ontario government will actually subsidize the studies of that student. And the the so there's a reciprocity in all this that doesn't make us stand out in any specific way. Now we're going to stand out because we say we don't want to do that anymore. While all the other provinces keep on doing it. The um, the other side of that uh, of that argument is related to the, the this idea. Idea that we're offering very cheap fees to the uh, students from the rest of Canada. As of today, before the measures were announced by the government, our uh, tuition fees for students from the rest of Canada was $9,000. In all the disciplines I've talked about a minute ago, this is already higher than all the other universities in the, in the rest of Canada. So we're not offering cheap prices for a good education. That's not the case. For most of the disciplines and actually most of the student population is coming to Quebec, we're managing to attract them at a price that is already slightly higher than the uh, than in other provinces. So I think the the uh, the, the, the basis for this, these arguments are really fallacious. But there, there, there's another factor to the to the Quebec government's plan. The one is the tuition increase, which you're, you're going to try to offset there. But the other one is uh, requiring that the out-of-province students have a French language proficiency when they graduate. 80% of your students will have to hit that. that. That's target, I know, has been called completely unrealistic. What do you think about it? So and maybe I, I'd like to uh, to first uh, uh, remind everybody that these targets have been uh, have been set by the government last week, but it will only kick in for the cohort of students starting in 2025. So anybody out there who's considering coming to McGill for the fall of 2024, so who's considering applying now, please realize that these targets for French mastery do not apply to you. Um, in terms of that particular target of 80%, I think it's pretty clear we have called it an 
unrealistic. We have called it impossible to uh, to achieve because that's factually the case. The uh, um, hopefully we will be able to have more discussions with our government to make them uh, reassess this particular target of eighty percent of our students uh, uh, getting a level five in French by the time they graduate, because this this is really not something that is feasible. The if you look at the amount of work it takes to a student who starts from zero knowledge of French and needs to go to that level of a uh, of French proficiency, it amounts to 200 hours of a um, uh, of French language courses, which is basically the equivalent of a full semester of study in addition to all their program requirements. So again, if we're looking at what it does to our competitivity on the market, and you imagine a student from Germany, let's say, who's considering several possibilities uh, in terms of where they want to go study, they will look at the University of Toronto, look at the uh, the programs, be interested there, look at McGill, say McGill is a great university. University, Montreal is a great place, but then they will have to work for one more semester before they get their degree. And what, so of what course, impact the choice th- will be easy. Yeah, what impact do you think that's going to have then on, on, on out-of-province applications? So the uh, at, at the end of the day, we expect this particular uh, measure, the, the 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 French proficiency measure, to add another layer of drops in our applications because there are students not only from the rest of Canada but from all over the world will look at that and say, well, that's not interesting to me anymore. So you know. Being in a French-speaking province, being in Montreal, it used to be a competitive advantage for us. Actually, for recruitment internationally, the fact that the students would be in a French culture during their studies in a, one of the best universities in the world, that was really a, a competitive advantage. We could actually sell that to attract students. Now, our government has just turned this uh, competitive ad- advantage into a punitive measure that is actually going to prevent us from recruiting students. And, and do you think that this is a non-negotiable with the Quebec government that this, this issue of this French requirement? Do you think there's any room to negotiate with them on this? We're always ready to negotiate, and I think we're no, going to continue they, these Are they ready to negotiate? I know you're ready to negotiate, but what well, about... That's, that's- that's a good question. I think that's a question that we'll continue asking our government. The, uh, the part of the measures now is that uh, the, our, our ministry has said that we'll we'll sit down in the new year. There's going to be a committee to talk about this uh, this French requirement measure. So what we're hoping is to uh, to be able to uh, to to get that target to an achievable level. When we made prop- propositions to the to Premier Legault, uh, we had set a potential objective of 40% of the non-Francophone students reaching a certain level of French. We think that is achievable because we know that that would be targeting students who come with some level of French. And we think we can work with them to bring them to, a, uh, to a, the appropriate level of French. But trying to target the whole population and saying 8 of, out of 10, whatever their starting point, will have to reach that level of intermediate French, that is unrealistic. Okay, we'll continue to follow this story. Fabrice, merci. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Fabrice Lebeau is McGill University's Deputy Provo. He is in Montreal. Hello, I'm Jess Milton. For 15 years, I produced The Vinyl Cafe with the late, great Stuart McLean. Every week, more than 2 million people tuned in to hear funny, fictional, feel-good stories about Dave and his family. We're excited to welcome you back to the warm and welcoming world of the Vinyl Cafe with our new podcast, Backstage at the Vinyl Cafe. Each week, we'll share two hilarious stories by Stuart, and for the first time ever, I'll tell you what it was like behind the scenes. Subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts. 
Madeleine Etsu is an engineering student at McGill who grew up speaking French at home. I was very concerned about what would happen to McGill. I've been to French school my whole life, so I definitely understand the value of French and the importance of protecting it. But I really don't think that this is the way to go about it, because I think by preventing people who don't speak French from coming here, you're actually preventing more people from learning French, because I think the way people who are going to McGill or Concordia, for example, would learn French is by being here and being immersed in the language from people around them. It's making me reconsider um, where I would get my engineering designation when I'm finished my program, because I'm not sure that I would like to live in a province where the government is running things in this way. I feel like they're restricting a lot of things and trying to make Quebec kind of insular. I'm just not entirely in line with the direction in which things are going. Well, she may not like the direction things are going. There's no sign at this point the Quebec Premier Francois Legault is planning on changing course. Martin Patrickwin is a Quebec correspondent at the online tech magazine The Logic. Martin, good morning. Hi there, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well. So uh, what, I, I get the feeling that, that this whole policy has a sort of back-of-the-napkin approach of, of what the Quebec government's trying to do here. You explain to us what, what, what pushed them to adopt this policy in the first place. Uh, you know, so Deep Saney, who's the president of McGill, uh, last week said that this the, the the French part that you were talking about earlier was technically and uh, pardon me was, was the whole policy I guess was basically an incoherent policy based on impressions and emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's right. I think I'd go even further if you go back about a year. Um, Francois Legault has been in power since 2018. Uh, very, very popular for a long time until he wasn't. Like he started slipping in the polls and he was slipping in the polls to the Parti Québécois. Uh, that culminated recently in October to a by-election loss in Jean Talon, which is a fairly safe CAQ seat. Uh, and all of a sudden Francois Legault and the government was not, not to say panicking, but very concerned that they were losing the nationalist vote. How do you, how do you uh, fix that if you're a Quebec politician or a Quebec nationalist politician? You demonize uh, Quebecers' very legitimate worry about the French language in Quebec. Uh, it's done it time and time again, and now they're doing it with McGill and Concordia. This isn't anything new uh, in Quebec politics. It's just it's new in the sense that they're attacking um, institutions that bring a lot of regard and a lot of uh, you know academic glory, if you if you will. To, to the province of Quebec. That's, uh, it's self-defeating. Okay, so if we look at this, though, and the, 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 the suggestion that this is political pandering then to try to win popularity, is it working? It's very, very difficult to say. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's early days. Uh, polls go up, polls go down. Uh, I, I think that's, I, I think it's less like the, the outcome is probably less interesting than the knee-jerk reaction. We are dealing with Primar, uh, Premier Francois Legault has been a longtime Quebec polit- uh, politician, was with the PQ before. This is his knee-jerk reaction. You go after institutions that aren't your quote-unquote your own, which is something on its own, which is ridiculous. But that's just the, the knee-jerk reaction is the interesting thing to me. We've seen that the, the even the French-speaking universities in, in, in Quebec have criticized this plan. The mayor of Montreal says Toronto is going to be the big winner and Montreal's reputation is going to be hurt by this. But but beyond that, um, it, it has had there been people outside of the sort of the intelligentsia who who have been criticizing this plan. <laughs> Is the media intelligentsia probably? Yeah, but, probably. <laughs> but but 
I know we probably are, but uh, the, I mean the interesting thing to me, yes, McGill. Uh, sorry, pardon me. The Investing Montreal, the rector of Investing Montreal, came out and was against it. Uh, Investing Chabrook, a number of large institutions were against it. Quebec, uh, the, a number of Quebec columnists came out against this and said it was a ridiculous plan. Uh, apart from that, I would uh, look. Everybody's intelligentsia. We're talking about universities here, but you know, uh, alumni from McGill, alumni from Concordia. Uh, you see people talking about this outside of Quebec, um, specifically parents of people that want to send their kids here, who are distraught that they can't now because it's simply unaffordable. Um, the and and it's not it's not only just this. Okay, so if these policies come into into place, that's one thing. It's the uncertainty. Just based on the uncertainty of this happening, uh, uh, the applications to McGill have gone down by about 20%. Mm -hmm. That was according to Deep Saney last week. Just the uncertainty of it. So just imagine if they actually come into place. Outside of Montreal, and, and I know this has been a conversation I've heard with, 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 uh, with friends here in Toronto, but outside of Montreal, in the province of Quebec, do Quebecers, are, 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 do they care about this? Are they concerned about the effects of this? Look, it's funny. That you, it's a good question. About 11 years ago, the last time I talked to you, actually, I thought about this this morning, was during Printemps l'érable in 2012. Yeah, I remember that. And we did we did an interview on the corner of Barry and St. Catherine. Uh, I don't think it's that kind of situation where people come out to the streets. I, I don't think it's nearly that doesn't have nearly the resonance. Uh, uh, look, McGill is an English institution. Concordia is an English institution. They are deeply ingrained in the culture of Quebec. Thirty percent of the of the students that go to McGill are mother tongue French. They were going to institute a fifty million dollar uh, uh, program to bolster the French language on campus at McGill. That said, it is an Eng English institution. And it doesn't have nearly the resonance that it would say if something was, you know, uh, happening in a dire fashion to say University de Montréal, UCAM, or University de right. But but at the root of this, Martin, is this idea that out of province students pose a threat to the French yeah. language. There are about thirty thousand out of province students who are, who are in Quebec. In, in on the island of Montreal, there's two million people. In in Greater Montreal, there's close to five million. There's almost nine million Quebecers. Mm -hmm. What research, what evidence is out there that 30,000 out-of-province students are posing a threat to the French language? The, there is none. The short line. Uh, and look, that question was put to Deep Saini again last week. He asked for evidence. He asked for uh, the basically what role do English universities have in the Anglicization, if you will, it's the, it's the word that they yeah. use, uh, of the city of Montreal. They were presented with none. It comes back to Mr. Saini's comment that this is, you know, based on impressions and emotions. And it is. Listen, Montreal, downtown Montreal, you hear English a lot more than you do uh, than you would elsewhere in the province. But that's not <laughs> to make it 202 years old. It's been like Concordia is, you know, how old is Concordia? Like nearly 100 years old. It's been like that for years and years and years. But that seems uh, to be the basis of the policy that the Premier Francois Legault says, I'm hearing too much English on the streets of, of Montreal. You'd, that's exactly it. Listen, uh, the Journal de Montréal does, uh, every, every time they want to come out and say how bad the, the state of French language is in, in Quebec, which is a, something I don't necessarily agree with, they go downtown Montreal and they, they, they talk about the amount of French that they hear on the corner of Cathcart and, and Sherbrooke or, or Metcalf and St. Catherine or what have you. Um, yeah, it's there. There are students down there. That, it's the same thing in every single 
jurisdiction in the world that has uh, a world leading class university. There are different people on the street. That's what happens. Um, and they are using that as a basis, uh, as you say, as a basis for a policy to basically come down to the universities. And I, I want to say, uh, and this is important, McGill is doing this thing uh, with, with tuitions, the 3.6, uh, the, the Canada awards going to cost them about $3.6 million a year. I want, I want to say, like, the worrisome thing for me is Concordia. Concordia was uh, pretty close to a basket case economically prior to all this. Concordia doesn't have nearly the fundraising chops that McGill does. I'm worried about, I'm genuinely worried about the state of Concordia uh, with, this, with these measures because uh, the, the, they don't have nearly the resources or the alumni sort of support that McGill does. That's my alumni we're talking about. Okay, we'll continue to follow that story. Martin, always good to talk to you. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Mark. Martin Patrick Quinn is a Quebec correspondent at The Logic. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.